0: Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. We're in the series on Let's Talk Tips and today we're going to talk about traveling. Let's Talk Tips from AOTA's Fact Sheets, 10 Tips for Keeping Your Child Happy While Traveling. Are we there yet? Such a simple question can pack a gut-wrenching punch from a child when setting out for a new destination. As Ms. Kramer, Paula Kramer, Ph.D., O-T-R-L, F.A.O.T.A., pediatric OT for more than 30 years, and professor of OT at University of Sciences in Philadelphia, and a mom to 16-year-old with ADHD, offers tips, for parents, and we're gonna discuss it with you with Mr. T's ideas as well, embedded with this AOTA fact sheets with Miss Kramer. For number one, explain what to expect. Kids do better when they know what's about to happen. Let them know they'll have time, they'll have to wait in some lines that his bag will have its picture taken. You'll walk through a metal detector, and then we'll be on a plane with a lot of other people, so you'll have to be extra quiet, as Miss Kramer explains. Kids need to know what's going on. They need to know what's going what's to happen in advance. Give them the warning. Let them know the lowdown. Even give them a little rundown beforehand. Get them prepped up and get them prepared so they know what's coming. They know what to expect. Then you should plan more than enough activities. Miss Kramer suggests packing a Mary Poppins bag or just a bag of tricks with a bunch of old fast food toys because they're small and you could take a lot of them. Or just small toys in general, small cars. My little kid loves cars. Hot Wheel cars or cars like that. So think about little things that are small that you could take with you. Divide up the time into five or ten minute segments, and bring two activities for each segment impossible, possible. As she explains, a bag of trips can have, can have stuffed animals, video games, books, etch a sketch, etc. Depending on the age of the child. The idea is to constantly offer something new to do, which can even be more effective if you're sharing activities that you don't normally allow at home. Quantity over quality is what to remember. Then stop jitters from bothering others. Ideally, children on a plane won't be kicking the seat in front of them, or they'll stop when you ask them to, but traveling jitters can change everyone's behavior. Rather than scolding or using a timeout, if you take your children's shoes off, kicking the seat in front of them will hurt their feet, and they'll stop on their own. Ask the flight attendant if it's okay to walk around with your child mid-flight. Bring little treats to share with those around you to help break the ice. I remember when we went on our trip, the only trip we took on a plane with our kids, there was one kid at the time, he was six months old, he was not a happy camper. We had to stand in the back and do the ABBA and the mommy shuffle back and forth, back and forth, bumping up and down. Not fun. I know of another couple, I heard the story once, another couple had their kid, they expected the kid wasn't going to be nice, so the nice thing they did was they gave out little goodie bags to everybody with earplugs and said, sorry in advance if our child screams, we're really sorry. And everybody thought that was really nice, very appreciative. You could do something on a much smaller scale. Warn the people around you, let them know that your kid is a little kid, might not like the flight. If they know in advance, then maybe they'll be okay with it. But when someone's trying to sleep and they didn't even know there was a kid on the flight behind them, that's what makes them really upset. So try to think in advance and think about others, not just yourself. Be selfless, not selfish. Give a children a sense of control. Being in a strange place can be unsettling to kids. Offer a chance to select the day's activity, and unless it's completely outlandish, do it, suggests Kramer. If they're enjoying something, skip the next activity. Stick with what's successful. Read guidebooks. With other with older children beforehand, you could go through the steps. You could go through the sequence. You could show pictures to children. You could show them the sequence of what's going to happen. You could get them prepped up with what's going to be, especially with visual guides and visual aids. Especially with verbal guides and verbal aids, let them know what's going to happen. So let them let them feel the sense of control. Also, schedule age-appropriate activities. Tune into your children's interests and plan accordingly. Does he love dinosaurs? Visit the Museum of Natural History. Is she into sports? Consider a minor league baseball game that is less costly, and you won't feel like you wasted a lot of money if you leave in the fifth inning. Most cities have children's museums that are packed with fun activities. Children's museums are awesome. They're not just for kids, they're for adults. Adults can enjoy them with kids, and why not have fun doing things you could make your trip kid-friendly? We try to go away believe it or once a week, me and my wife and our kids, just a, a nice family trip, and we like to go somewhere alone, just us for a week or so, and we're going to go different places. We try to go different places, and so when we think about where we're going to go, we try to think of activities that will be good for the kids and fun for the kids, and we try to go places. We also try to have fun time and nice restaurant time but that didn't work last year when we went to Montreal we went to a restaurant it was uh not really great it was pretty much a disaster so we had to take the food to go so keep in mind your child's rhythm your child's needs and your child's schedule if it's getting to that bedtime maybe it's not the best time to take him out to dinner although we thought it was maybe it's really not so let them know that there are age-appropriate things to do, and keep in mind their age-appropriate needs and timing of the day. Lighten your load when traveling by air. Check all baggage except for your bag of tricks, purse, and a backpack of toys and snacks that your child can wear. Carry-ons can be tricky when trying to hold a little one's hands and navigate security in narrow plane aisles. It's very cute when kids have their own kid-friendly, kid-sized luggage or knapsacks or the like, and they can have the toys and whatnot in there because you're allowed the carry on, to let them carry it on by themselves, but not something too heavy. Keep calm when going through security. Navigating airport security is always stressful, but it doesn't have to be. Leave yourself extra time, so if there's an anxious person behind you in line, offer to let him or her go first. Kindness really helps, and then people will be more sympathetic to your children and the children's needs. Kids under 12 no longer have to take their shoes off. Again, this is a few years old, so just check with the real rules when you're going to security themselves, when you're going to the airport themselves, but we're just trying to give ideas anyway. Stay one step ahead of the itinerary. Even if you normally stick to nutritious meals, have a snack ready during takeoff and landing. Trade a toy you need to put away at the end of the flight for a snack. That will also help relieve ear pressure. They used to let you take liquids on the flight. I don't even know if you can, if you're allowed to or not. If you can, try to take nutritious ones. The squeezables are nice. The juice boxes are nice if they allow it. If not, then just try to make do with whatever they offer. Try to find something good for the kids to drink. Plan pit stops ahead of time. Choose a fast food restaurant that is a playground or a rest stop that has picnic tables so you can eat outside and burn off some energy. As Ms. Kramer explains, also get your child back into the seat by offering a toy or snack that they didn't know you had in the car. There are nowadays some really cool restaurants. We just went to one in Long Island called Lollipop where they let the kids play while you eat. Really cool stuff. A lot of places, non-kosher also, like Chuck E. Cheese's, McDonald's, have play areas so you could eat and your kid can play. And it's a two-for-one wonderful deal so the kids can get out the energy while you get your food needs. And then find fun along the way. During long waits, don't just throw activities at your children to keep them quiet. Participate in some time-killing. I wouldn't even use the word time-killing time using things together when driving in the car play songs that won't drive you up the wall and sing along together you could also play different games geography memory depending on the age of the kids my wife and i played that the other week very cool game and it involves memory concentration and the like in the car or on a train talk about what you're seeing was pass you out the window and describe it and think about how you could describe it before the trip use a map to explain where your home is and where you're traveling discuss facts about different locations along the route. And Ms. Kramer also explains, I break all my rules from home. Lollipops, pacifiers, and unlimited video game or TV time are acceptable, I wouldn't say unlimited, in these situations and can even make the trip feel more special to kids. The goal is to get there and get there happy. Make sure the people around you are happy too. Also think about ways that you could schedule when you're going to drive. I used to drive at night, but now that we have kids, it's way too tiring and not really so safe for us to drive at night anymore. We usually go in the morning. A lot of times around nap time, the kids fall asleep. So for some of the trip, that's great. When we went last year to Canada, most of the trip was great until we were stuck in border security for like an hour, which was not good. We tried playing music and whatnot. Not good. But once you're on the road, just get there. Don't stop. A lot of times it's worse to stop and get out. Just make sure you keep going, going, get there, keep that level head and you'll make it okay. These are just some tips, AOTA tips for getting to where you need to get when traveling here on OT Talk with Mr. T. Join us next time as we have switched to a topic and let's talk tips about fall proofing your home, especially relevant for the seniors and the elderly out there to make sure they're safe. And I'm your host, Mr. T.